Today I would like to share with you four short surahs which are each one of them beginning with Qul. The Quran as you all know is a book of life that describes the seen and the unseen, what goes on on earth and what is in the unseen in heavens and that we experience later after death. The Quran is a book of mythos, of similitudes, of parables, of all other type of teachings that reflect deeper and deeper meanings. The book of signs. It is a book that describes events and describes the light, the nur, the power, the energy behind these events, Allah Azza wa It describes anything that anybody at any time is subjected to, the good and the bad and the up and the down. There are many historical situations in the Quran. There are many events that have gone in the past, but their pattern repeats. Then there are a lot of instructions. 
These four surahs fall within that part. They are instructional. The four surahs are most likely to have been revealed in Mecca. There are some references that the two Ma'awadatayn, the two surahs that we read now a bit later, have possibly have come in Medina. But they are of a Meccan, if you like, stance. In that, Mecca is talking about the absolute, talks about reality, talks about truth, talks about the story of humanity. Who are we? What are we? In other words, it has less of the communal needs and of the needs that a society to regulate itself requires, including all aspects of Sharia, so to speak. So these are the four surahs I would like to share with you and to dwell upon certain terms. There are probably about nine or ten words that are very potent and very deep. And these are very short surahs. In total, the four of them have 22 ayahs. There are five or six ayahs in each one. And they have a lot of merits. I mentioned some of that also when we come to them. Bismillah. Another translation. Qul, confess, admit, say, and means no. If I say something, it implies that I am, I mean it. You know, in other words, my mind, my intention, and my words connect. See, that's why if we don't do that, we will be shattered. Because we say something you don't mean, and you know, you're not wholesome, you're not contained. So say. That reject faith. Now, this is an important word, kafara yakfuru. It means to cover, it means to deny, it means to not accept the truth. What is the truth? The truth is that we are all needy as human beings. The truth is that every human being, no matter how strong, how well, how wealthy, or anyone at any time, we are in need. We need to submit to that need, and that is an aspect of Islam. We need air. We need all of the amazing complex faculties that goes on without us knowing it. The billions of neurons that are in our heads and in our guts and in every... You know, we are in need, so you are never, 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 never independent. We are always dependent. So admit it. If I cover that, I say, no, I am this very clever person, I then I have fallen into the state of kufr. I'm covering up that truth. I am denying the truth that I am a needy being, and what I need is knowledge, admittance, submission, acceptance, obedience of the glorious Creator, Allah Azza wa I worship not that which you... This is another word which is very important, abada, is to adore to be passionately desirous of. I worship that ultimate light from which the universe emerged. I worship Allah. 
Now we worship all the attributes of Allah. We love beauty, we love majesty, we love all of the great names, all the 99 names and more. The attributes of Allah. Who doesn't want knowledge? Allah is Al-Alim. He who knows all. So we adore that attribute. Allah is Al-Kareem. Allah is Al-Azim. Allah is Malikil Mulk. We all want to acquire in this world. But once you know that all of it belongs to Allah, when you truly from your heart admit that Lahu ma fil samawati wa ma fil to Allah belongs whatever there is in the seen and the unseen in heavens and earth. So you too belong to Him. So you're not independent. You're dependent. But what a glorious dependency is that. That I'm dependent on the one and only one from whom everything has emanated, by whose grace everything is sustained, and into whose rahmah everything returns. So what is the problem then? <laughs> the problem is because you and I have assumed wrongly that we are independent. I now can tackle it. I now leave it to me, I will solve it. Because you want power. You want to be glorified. You want to have status. Think of yourself in the grave. Where is your status? But therefore, if you remember at all times your dependency and you are in a state of worship and adoration, then what you do will have barakah, will have grace, will be flowing, will not be constantly subject to fight and flight and all of that. So abada, ubudiyya, ibada, worship. The entire business of creation is about worship. Worship implies perfecting that connection between the seen, the world of causality, the ups and the downs, and the unseen. They are ever connected. They are never separate. It's only because you and I get preoccupied with what's in front of us. We forget that what's in front of us is what was before us and what will remain after us. We are only in between a little blip of spark which has come into this life in order to recognize its original right, light, Allah Azawajal. Adore or worship that which I adore. <clears throat> I will not adore that which you have been worshipping or adore. <clears throat> Nor will you adore that which I adore. <clears throat> to you be your way. The other words which are key is deen. Lakum deenukum. Deen is a way of life. Deen is a way that you transact with reality. Then you know the separation is only a little image or an illusion. There is no separation. There is only the nur of Allah. From that nur comes infinite levels and varieties of shadows. So this particular historical issue in this surah is that the Quraysh people who had that idol worship, you know, they had so many of them, and each idol in a way signified an aspect of life. As you know, as of three, four thousand years ago, human beings began to invent this idea of God of this or God of that or God of fertility or God of safety or God of this. So they implied certain aspects of lordship, of rububiyya or terbiyya. So the Quraysh people came to the Prophet ﷺ and said, look, we, you are talking about one Allah and one God. We have so many of these gods. So let us one year we worship ours and the next year we worship yours. Whoever wins next life, we have all of us won. So why not mix it all up, you see? 
The ayahs here are very potent. It says, I do not worship that which you are oriented towards. In other words, I am in adoration of Allah Azza It is not the same as this symbolic idol that you and I or others have. They are not the same. The other two ayahs, wala abudu nor is my process of worshipping is the same as yours. Two ayahs mean the thing itself. The two other ayahs mean the process and interaction and connectivity. He says, how can you connect and unify and melt and get energized by something that is your own invention, your idol? Whereas in my case, I enter into a zone of grace, of hudur, or presence, as you all of you experience also during the times of serious, you know, worshipping, during the month of Ramadan. Many people also find themselves an hour or two before Maghrib, they are beside themselves. This is part of it. You are entering into zones of consciousness that is both discernible, limited, personal, and touching upon that which is beyond, infinite consciousness. You call it the Ramadan moment. You know, you can't, you don't know where you are, who you are. It's a bit of a so-called confusion. But it is an entry, connectivity of different levels or states of consciousnesses. And this is who we are. Where are you in deep sleep? Where are you when you are in, uh, so to speak, in uh, dream consciousness? So these consciousnesses are all within the human potential. Bismillah. He is Allah, the one and only. Allah is the eternal self-subsistence. Either he begets or is he begotten. Unlike unto Allah. So it is to admit, to declare, to recite, to read, to know Allah Ahad. None other than it. Here we have the most wonderful case in the Quran where there is tashbih. Mithal, amthal, wutilkal amthal This is like that, this is, but this is tajreed, ahadiyya. It is incomparable. Everything else you can relate to it, you can have some example, some sample. But Allah Azza wa Jal is, laysa That's it. It's, some, it's a unique reality, unique truth, unique entity. Nothing is ever like it. Don't ever imagine that it gets affected or influenced or connected. It's a nur samawati wal It is a light from which all other lights cascade. From those lights, shadows come. And we are that. We don't deny the shadow. We don't say that none, nothing exists. In the realm of lower consciousness, it, they do exist. Ups and downs and good and bad, they exist. But when you relate them to Allah Azza wa none of them will ever have any identity. It is for that reason, our practices also, for example, when we do salat in jama'ah, when we are together, to lose that identity, to realize that in essence, we are the same. We all want the same thing. We want goodness, we want light, we want, we want health, we want well-beingness, we want friendliness, we want peace. We want to have this 
earth or this journey to be as a stepping stone to the garden. It is a mazra'at al-akhirah. We don't want to have, you know, attachment to it. We want to travel lightly. Khafif al-mu'na, as the Prophet ﷺ was. You know, do what you can. Do not deny our needs. But more than all of our discernible needs is to need to know that Allah is ever-present. Allah is before it. Allah is after it. So admit, read. Admit. Now the word samad is a, an exceptional word. It's the only time it appears in the Quran. And there are no less than 40 to 50 different meanings to the origin of this word, samadiyya. Essentially it really means that he is self-sustaining, self-supporting, ever effulgent, on his own. Nobody ever, no entity, nor whether it is a stone or a plant or an animal, ever is in isolation. It needs something else. It needs air, it needs oxygen, it needs water, it needs this. We all have, if you like, leaning needs upon many, many numerous issues, except Allah Azza He has no needs. He is beyond any of these. That is why we adore Allah. Because all of us, each one of us, want to be more independent. But you will realize that ultimately your dependence is upon Allah. That is the meaning of true tawakkul also. You rely upon people, you ask them. But always bear in mind that the wasita, the means, has emanated from the essence, from Allah. Do not deny the wasita. Be in gratitude. Yes, he helped me, she helped me, I helped. But how did that help come? Who designed it? Who invented it? Who originating from the one and only. Bear always in mind your dependence upon Allah And there is nothing emanating in the sense of wilada. That is why the Prophet ﷺ had often said, and it is referred in most of the commentaries, that this surah was considered, often being said, it's about a third of the Qur'an. You see. So, meaning that if you truly encompass this incomparability of Allah Azza wa Jal, that all other similarities becomes indicators to Allah. They are all pointers. But the truth is ever the same, has been and will be. This is another word which is very important. Nothing is ever like that. So we have to transcend our mind. If you truly want to have an understanding of the nature of that amazing reality, Allah Azza wa Jal, then you have to have no thought. And that is why all of our practices, especially in the case of our Salat, especially in the case of Sajda, which is akin to Mi'raj, you must go into another zone where you can't discern anything. You don't know anything about place or space or time. You've moved into another zone. And the Qur'an repeatedly gives us examples that space and time are all relative. Suddenly you have the description of the, for example, Mi'raj, in a flash from somewhere to somewhere. What about time? It is like a thousand years as we count, is like one day, as far as Allah is concerned, or 50,000 years. And what about the people of Kahf, 309 years? And they thought it was only an afternoon. It is relative. Time is relative. Space is relative. We know it is relative because there is within us a ruh. 
من أمر ربي that knows the truth لأنه because they have all realized ألست بربكم and the Rabb is not subject to time so you know within your own heart there is something like beyond the speed that we and I can ever imagine instant not subject to years now we come to the two surahs which are the Mu'awadhatayn which are also most important and we have so many traditions that we have to know them, recite them, read them until you are unified with them Bismillah أعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق ومن شر غاسق إذا وقب ومن شر النفاسات في العقد ومن شر إذا حسد I seek refuge with Allah the Lord of the door That means seek refuge Say, admit, confess, announce that I, I always need to take refuge I always need to be in istighfar, to cover for Allah's rahmah to cover me, for Allah's generosity to cover my meanness, for Allah's ilm to cover my ignorance. Qul, say it, admit it, sing it, live it, be it. Whatever is in creation has a shadow and has the up and the down. Nothing ever in existence hasn't got these dualities. Wealth, everybody loves wealth. It has in it goodness. You can do things, you can help, you can, be, you can reduce people's, if you like, sickness, you can reduce people's hunger, you can reduce people's pain, you can help. But equally it can be a niqmah. Because you don't know how you're going to do, how you're going to dispense of it. Look at all the wealth that has been wasted in the, in the so-called Muslim world. Look at the, all the billions that have been now damaged in, in the Middle East in the last few years. Look what's happening in Libya. Look what's happening where else. It is niqmah, this sort of wealth that is not accountable, that is not done entirely in an accountable way, in a transparent way. That is why if you don't have sahaba, if you don't have people around you to reflect it, it can go in the head. You become a despot, you become a dangerous being as we have been experiencing in the last few years, the so-called Arab Spring. Hopefully the summer will not be that far away. We don't want it to be another hundred years. You know. After 1400 years, we are now just beginning to have a spring. So it is important to realize whatever exists has the up and the down. You know, you think it is good for you, it may not be good for you. It may be, poverty may be better for you, but poverty is not just outer. You have outer and inner. We need the outer poverty to be reduced so that the inner richness increases. So you know, no thank you. Al-ifaf wal-kifaf, thank you very much, I don't need more. I'm content with that, I'm happy with that. Once you have more now, what about this? You have this, you need that. You need the other, you need the color matching of the car and the door and the garage and this and that and the wife. It's endless. What a waste of life. What about the times in which you were too, truly in your inner ecstatic joy in the knowledge that Allah is with you. Inna Allah ma'ana. La takhaf. Inna Allah. La inna uliya Allah la khawfun alayhim wa hum yahzanun. The more you have issues, the more you have things, the more there will be huzun. Because you see the asa, you know, you... We, Undoubtedly, when you look at the outer world, you and I will be sad. We see wastage. 
We see unnecessary stupidities, animosities, enmities. You know, this is an animal issue. It is not a religious issue. The animal in all of us will want to find faults. He is not the same madhab. He is not the same this. They don't eat the same samosa. It is a human issue. Don't bring religion into it. It is a very basic, idiotic animal issue in us. Get out of the animal. We have to rise above the animal. Accept the animal. Deal with it. Give it its due and lock it up in the zoo of your inner. But the rest, you are above angels. إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتُهُ يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِي هُوَ الَّذِي يُصَلِّي عَلَيْكُمْ وَمَلَائِكَتُهُ Realize that Allah wants us to be truly in every way living the قُل being it, not just reciting it and hitting each other with it. If you have done it, if you have gone it, good luck to you. Then you will transmit it. And what comes from a heart will also touch hearts. And this is what we need. Combination of head and heart. Talb wal aql. Aql is reason. You need to have that. But it's not enough. Reason, reason, reason. You end up all the time calculating. All the time calculating. You need to calculate. Is it the right time? Is it the right year? But more than that, you need to enter into the zone of your ruh, which is within your qalb. It is for that reason that you need a qalbun salim, so that the heart is pure, so that the nur of the ruh within it shines, so that you are guided. So you know because you refer to the nur, to the spark of Allah in your heart, and you are accountable. Say, oh Allah, guide me. We all need hidayah. Who will hadi? Hasid is another word. Hasid is a big, big thing. Is you know envy. You know you all the time. Whatever you have is wonderful. You have got a home. You have got food. You are all right. You are healthy. But no hasid. He has more. It is a killer. It is a destroyer. It is. It is one of the worst afflictions that we have this jealousy and envy. Bismillah. أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس إله الناس شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في الناس من الجن والناس I seek refuge with the Lord and cherisher of human beings King and ruler of mankind Allah or judge of mankind As you know Malik is Malik or all connected the ultimate he is the ruler he is, there is no other ultimate governor of the whole creation, known and unknown. Can you imagine if you just think of the, of what is there in the sky, in the heavens, in the billions of galaxies, and here we have our tiny little, you know, planetary system, tiny little thing within a galaxy, and we are hurtled, hurtled around it at speeds of thousands of miles a second, and within it, before it, off, and the entire thing, this is all governed in a perfect way. This is an important word. The Arabic language is quite a bit onomatopoeic. The sound itself conveys something. You know, what about this? What about that? It means shaitan. I mean, that's what it is. Here we have a wonderful description of one of our great beings. One of the Imams were asked about the waswas and he said the rivers of waswas are hirs which is greed if you are greedy so this is 
He has more than I. You know, what, what did, how did he get it? I want to know. The other one is high expectations or amal which is not in its place. You know, I am, they're going to do that for me. I, I have status. I am, I know the Quran, so every, whatever, whatever. This sort of distorted hope which will, so I'm all the time watchful. Hubbud dunya, which is attachment and lust. Love of the world. The world means dunya in lower. It will not last. So loving, no, no, look at my house, look at my car, you know, everybody's. The fourth one is acquisition or jam. I have more, come and see. At the end, of course, you don't know where to put it, so it ends up in a museum. So the fellow has, has spent 10 billion pounds or whatever and accumulating all of these antiquities and now he doesn't know how to do it. And his, his hearse now is, is going to be preserved forever under his name. You see. And the other one is bala, affliction. You see, are they really against me? They are, I saw they said something. So again, was 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 was. And then kibber, pride, one of the worst things. And we in the Middle East have a lot of that. You know, which we say, no, don't you feel be, be proud of you? Proud of what? One day, even the ants may not eat your flesh. They, they, you know, they may find it too poisonous. You know, really? But be proud of being Adamic, being the, one of these children of Adam. And the last one is to tahqir of the others, of belittling others. Now, what about the germ? What about the tiniest thing? What about an atom? Don't belittle small things. But he said, no, I am a big man. How do you mean big man? Allah is So Allahu Akbar, greater than ever what we can imagine. So these are the, if you like, poisonous rivers that brings about shaytaniyya for us. So, and that is why again, these two ma'awadatayn, we are supposed to read them, recite them, and there are numerous traditions and most of the commentators also in the Quran refer to them, the classical commentators as well, that if you read them in the house a few times in the morning and at night, there will be safety, there will be protection, but ultimately it is your inner state. If your inner state expects the best from Allah and you are in ta'a, you are doing your ultimate, your best, then from the unseen, from the unknown, good energies will come, and other people will say, this is good chemistry. In truth, it is the goodness of Allah that has been harnessed by you and I asking for it, calling upon it, desiring it, hoping it. Thank you very much. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Thank you so much. I'd like to, although our time has come for the Jum'ah, but I have here a very dear, wonderful friend who is visiting us. I will request him to read for us Quran for a few minutes, if you, if you don't mind. So we, we have a few minutes before our Salat, and you can strap him. Al-an. لأنه بعد الصلاة يرحون أغلبهم